Breathe in, breathe out, and shake it all about to the groove. No. no, you don't want to hear me sing. No, no good would come of that. Um, Is it dark? Oh, God. Well, it's creepy. Probably should have prepared something for me to say. Eh, highly overrated. Very much. Hola, podlings. It's Chris. And Bex. And we're here to talk about something we had mentioned in a previous podcast. Yes, I uh, have the ultimate tie in story. The ultimate ties in both episode one and two. Well, both of the crafting episodes, because we had a couple of like mini ones in there that I'm not counting in this number because it's all so very we're specifically fluid. referencing episode one where yes. we did little things. shop of horror <laughs> yeah yep do I even remember our own content no nope. oh, no uh and then the other one that we very recently did which was the poltergeist episode yes yeah so uh I I have a real life for realsy story that ties in both of those things for really please no backsies no backsies no backsies. for sure <laughs> okay. okay uh so when i was in college like a million years ago i did a couple of calls at this theater that uh, i think was doing i'm fairly certain i was doing a lighting hang or maybe strip it was lighting related um but the show was little shop of horrors Oh, fantastic. And I confirmed it. Like, I went onto that theater's website and looked at the year it was, and yep, that show was in there. Like, so I was not imagining things. I did do some calls on A Little Shop of Horrors. So tie-in number one. Ooh. Ooh. So that theater has a ghost. And I am always down for a good ghost story. So I'm going to share that good ghost story with you. And that is the story of the Sagebrush Theater Ghost. We are all ears. Fantastic. All right. So the story goes, once upon a time, there was a cemetery at that location. So in 1939, there was a flood that forced them to relocate the cemetery. Now, I, I did some research, and I couldn't actually find any information specifically on that flood. So I'm, of course, just imagining horrible things just floating, oh, yeah. floating I, I, down the street. I am imagining yeah. poltergeist, the, 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 the skyrocketing crypts coming out of the ground. I, I imagine it's not that dramatic, but... Doesn't matter. That's although it's hundred like, percent. You know in my the, mind. the log driver's wife oh, the song. Log, the log driver's waltz. <laughs> yeah, like just, yes. You know, it's like that's how the log driver learns down to step and down white waters. <sighs> um, that's now with courses. Oh. oh. <laughs> anyway, so they relocated the cemetery uh, at that point, which I can only assume drier location. Yeah, I always find it weird when they say they relocate a cemetery because. It's a very nice way, I guess, of saying we dug everybody up. Yep, yep. And we put them on a flatbed and moved them down the road. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, it's like you're not like relocating a cemetery. You're not like digging around the entire thing, yeah, uplifting it and moving it. It's yeah. you're, you're digging up bodies. And this is an old one, too. So I can only imagine that there was a lot of rot also, involved. We assume everybody's always buried six feet deep, but did they miss anybody? Well, and that's that's how the story goes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, they had relocated it, and many moons later, they decided to build. Of course, some absolutely brilliant person decided that the best thing to build on top of a relocated cemetery location is a theater. So... I agree. Yeah. <laughs> one of the more notorious buildings for haunting, so let's just toss that on there, but... 
for good measure, they also built a high school there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so my thought is they're supposed to balance each other out because the high school is going to terrify the ghost enough to leave, or you know, at it's the like, very. I don't want to deal with puberty. Oh, fuck, no, the smell alone. <laughs> so, so there you go. Tie-in two, building on a relocated cemetery. Ultimate tie-in. Yeah, and of course the story goes that they missed one. Now, because <laughs> just one, just well, yeah, just one. Hey, now, oh, guys, you left me behind. But I mean, realistically, because I always put my realistically hat on. It's like those buildings all have basements. There is plumbing. There is like they are going to excavate a good amount, way deeper than anybody was going to be burying people. Yeah, because I'm like thinking like six, seven, maybe eight feet. You're not going to be like, hey, 20, 30 feet down. Somebody was really, really wanting to make sure you were buried. And and if this is on a floodplain, they might have sump pumps. It is highly unlikely. But, you know, whatever. But then again, like it also depends too. We don't know how hauntings work. Like, does it have to be the whole body? Can it just be like a pinky knuckle? Like, like Like how much do they have to... How thorough were they? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Let's, um... Move on to the actual yes. <laughs> meat and bones of the story. Uh, yeah. So the theater is a ghost. And I kid you not, his name is Albert. Can I just say that Albert is like the best ghost <laughs> name ever? Because to me, Albert, Albert is an accountant. Albert is not an apparition. <laughs> Albert the accountant ghost. I mean, yeah. Is Bernie a nickname for Albert? I have no idea. I don't nicknames for like I I don't understand Probably how Peggy Albie. is Margaret. Like I don't understand nicknames. Yeah, I don't either. But I think Albie might be one. Albie the ghost. Albie, who knows? And so I love that. But here is where the story falls apart entirely. Oh, okay. I didn't think yeah. it was really really well strung together at this point. But okay. <laughs> so it's not getting better from here. Okay. But uh, so the ghost's name is Albert, which again love 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 love. But they're saying in real life, the ghost was actually Arnold Mallet. I, and you're the, you have a very confused expression on your face, which I totally get, because I don't understand how you can rename. Like, if you were saying that this person is this ghost... Could that be why he's haunting them? It's like, get my name right. Exactly. Now, Arnold Mallet was a real person. He was not a good human. He was the first person hung in Kamloops, which is that city. So, which is, I'm sure, why they picked him to be the one that they forgot. Because great claim to death. Yeah. So his his, life. (laughs) No. Yeah. His backstory was that he was a a barkeep, and he suspected someone was stealing from his bar, and so he killed them. Not a great thing to do. Uh, He was convicted of murder in 1886 and sentenced to die for his crimes. So again, not a great person. And so in addition to the name change aspect, so he, this Arnold folk, was not wonderful. But from what I gather, the ghost is. So that doesn't compute. Yeah, yeah. So by the way, might I just say, I'll be back. I had to. Sorry. Yeah, it just popped in my right, head. It's right, like, all right. no, I'm, I'm all there. I'm all there for that. Hey, he's a ghost. And he's, he's back. back. See? Perfect. Because most of the haunting type stuff that have been reported, it's all been like the fun sort of tricksy, pranky, ghosty type things with no malintent. So uh, some of the stuff is like, you know, you'll hear random piano sounds, um, knocking that just keeps on going. And when you ask Albert to stop, he will stop. Uh, one person claimed to see an apparition. Um, like, so 
mild stuff. Uh, there was a sound technician who said that he didn't believe in Albert or said something bad against Albert, and he lost control of the soundboard for that show. <laughs> which, like, okay, that's kind of fun. It's not, you know. Again, don't be superstitious, but be a little L- little stitious, little yeah. stitious, yeah. Um, and this is we've already th- experienced that a bit too many times, where it's like you <laughs> you flat out say something, and we have lived to regret it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is another one that just doesn't fit. Uh, they say that uh, someone reported ser- hearing a little girl singing voice over program sound. So program sound is like the speakers backstage to let you know what's going on on stage and whatnot. Yeah. And there was none of the mics were on, but. How is a person who was convicted of murder, an old-timey barkeep, is not going to sound like a little girl singing? Well, well, maybe he's going up to the speakers going, (coughs) Hello, everybody. I'm a little girl. I... (laughs) Like, can you imagine that? He's like Bart Simpson calling Mo. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's the ghost I want. I want... I want the uh, old-timey is your refrigerator running call ghost. That's what I want. Fun little things, and I say fun, uh, they... Harmful. Harmless. Harmless. No, harmless. Harmless. But my favorite story of Albert is that he actually legitimately saved a person's life. Okay, that really doesn't compute with him being... Yes, a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. So the story goes that there was a follow spot operator who was in the catwalks just rehearsing cues. They were working by themselves, just running stuff. The catwalks were almost 30 feet high above the uh, audience. And when you're working at height, you wear a harness and you clip in. Mm -hmm. Fall protection, pretty basic stuff. Well, for whatever reason, this person hadn't clipped in. And they were working alone and heard a voice that they didn't recognize yelling at them to clip in. So she thought she was alone, freaked out a little probably, clipped in, went about her business, and then in short form fell. Having clipped into the harness saved her life. Creepy. I know, (laughs) but fun and helpful. Yeah, I I feel like the justice for Albert needs to be served. I know. I think Albert I think Albert is okay, let's let's redefine this. Let's say Albert is not Arnold, because Arnold seems No, Arnold like, sounds like a bastard. Yeah, let's say that Albert is just the accumulation of the pinky bones and, and just a general amalgamation of <laughs> of of people into this sort of I'm just picturing like a big squishy sort <laughs> big of squishy pinky bone <laughs> A big squishy pinky bone blob. Uh, uh of helpfulness and fun. And there, I've just rewritten it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Like, he's the accumulation of all the good-spirited people. Yes, because ghosts are not necessarily... No, and there's not enough stories about them being helpful. Yeah, so I'm 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 all for a helpful ghost. I want a helpful ghost. I particularly if you do dishes, you can by all yeah. means. Although I guess have Casper, the friendly ghost, uh, ran yeah. that well dry. But yeah, well, whatever. Did you? Did you hear the uh, thing that Casper is actually like Ricky Richie Rich dead because they like use the same animation? Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Look at Richie Rich and Casper side by side. They are the same. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's your little trivia tidbit for the day. Richie oh. Rich wasn't the worst person in the world, though. No. And I'm going by the like '90s movie I saw, which oh. is very weird because he kisses a 30 year old and she's like yeah Ugh. call me when you're older oh god that's it's like wow you're, you are grooming him early ah <laughs> uh, no i'm going from the archie comics yes and i do have yeah. i have a very large collection of archie comics yeah. actually yeah. um i'm sure somewhere in there there's a richie rich comic because 
mine date back to like really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the story of Albert. Now, I also really enjoy it when buildings, not just theaters, but buildings or whatever, really embrace those stories and, and you know, wear it rather than try and hide it. And this theater actually has a seat that they save for, for Albert. Aww. Albert's seat is uh, Z24, and that is his, his chair to see all the showers. Can so we get uh, a ghost chair here? I, w- I want a ghost. Yeah, so while I don't, I don't buy the backstory, I love it anyway. It's, yeah. I actually recently read in a book I'm reading. You already know the one. And yes. Yeah. Um, but they, there's a, I guess there's a theory out there that like there's various theories for ghosts, but one of them is that it's uh, ghosts can definitely just be a creation brought on by just believing in it. Like manifested. Like you yeah. can manifest your own ghost. Yeah. And yep. it, it, there's like a little excerpt on it that goes into great detail about how that is. And for some, like I believe that ghosts can be a construct of many different things. Like they can genuinely be you know a human being who has died and come back mm-hmm. um i've also read theories about them being just like images like because some of them they play like they're a recording like it was a, a massive amount of uh, energy expended and it, it left an impression right. in an area so there's like lots of different theories but he strikes me like albert strikes me as like maybe he's that thing where people willed him into being yeah and it's like so if we believe really like, hard we've got a really good backstory here yeah. so let's get this yeah. going yeah it's yeah. like we can we can have a ghost in our theater now do you believe in ghosts i want to believe in ghosts uh, i am a skeptical believer in ghosts because there's thousands of stories unfortunately there's also thousands of explanations yeah so i tend to believe that everything has an explanation. Yeah. But I still read them and I still get very, very interested in them. Yeah. I mean, I'm similar in that, like, yeah, I don't... Show me some proof. Mm-hmm. I, I am very proof-oriented. However, I do like the the manifestation comment you made because the brain can do a lot of things. Yes. And it's kind of like the placebo effect. Like, I can, I can see a ghost being kind of like a placebo effect that if you believe it to be true, your brain can make you legitimately yeah. believe it to be and true. And there's entire cultures that are kind of based in some relevancy on that like the first thing that comes to mind is like in Mexican culture day of the dead you remember your past loved ones because as long as you remember them they're They're still still alive in the afterlife yeah so I feel like there's a whole I've never delved into it but there's definitely probably a whole area that delves into that kind of thing where it's ghosts could just simply be you remember them and they exist because you remember them yes yeah because you want it to be. Yes. I do not believe in like the poltergeist type no, thing. No, I would more be inclined to believe that ghosts are either mostly benign mm-hmm. or they're helpful. Right. I, I was going to say benevolent, but then I was like, I always get that thing where it's like benevolent, malevolent, because they sound so similar. Yeah. One of them's malicious and one of them's not. And I think yeah. male- malevolent is well, cause that's, malicious. Because m- m- that's the Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Malevolent. Maleficent. M- Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mahermina. Yeah. Mahermina. Yeah. But yeah, I tend to, it's the same thing as when people talk about uh, human nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people are inherently good, inherently bad, I do truly believe people are inherently neutral. It's everything that they experience and everything in life that shapes them to be one way or the other. Yeah, it's a nature versus nurture yes. sort of. And it's a combination of those things. So I don't think anyone is ever inherently born one way or the other. And oftentimes it's a choice. Right. Yeah. And I, but I, I mean, to add on to that, yes, but I do think that some people are born with certain conditions. Yes. They can be born with an advantage, disadvantage. Exactly. That could 
lead them to one way or another. Yes. Which is where you get into serial killers, like the the trifecta that always happens with a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. Which apparently is not a proven theory, it, but it's it's, not, it's, just, yeah. it's funny how many of them like conk their heads when they're the, a child. Yeah, the concussion. The and I and I'm sure that so there is also some underlying conditions involved in that that are sort of exasperated by yeah. conditions of their youth. But I'm not justifying anybody's actions because bad shit happened to people that turn out to be lovely people. Yeah. So. <sighs> so Albert, whatever he actually is. Seems I'm to be nice. still going with toe jello. <laughs> toe jello. <laughs> Sorry. It's there now. Yep. I'm, I'm going to, I like the little pinky toe or pinky finger. Yep. Like just a, an amalgamation of pinkies. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I say jello, I'm picturing like the 1950s jello molds that have all of the little bits in them. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. That's the jello I'm talking about. I'm like aspic sort of jello. <laughs> there's a, there's, I forget what those are called. There's some sort of cube. In D&D, they have them and they like oh. dissolve human body parts. <laughs> yes, that, that, that is thing. what I'm talking yeah. about right there. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Albert is a dissolving human body part in Justin. Oh, good times. But he's nice. But he's nice. He's a good. Like, don't judge. He's nice. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a good guy. That was great. So there is my tie-in story about Albert, the sagebrush theater ghost. I will edit half of this. Amazing. Amazing. We got on a lot of tangents there. Yeah. All right. Woohoo! Awkward ending number something. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, look over there. What? Mm.